0: dollar signs oh, oh, oh Money on my mind Money, money on my mind throw it, throw it up Watch it fall from the sky NFL Draft Week is here I'm excited because you know what it's the only thing to be excited for aside from maybe the last dance the Michael Jordan documentary so It's draft week. The Ride in NFL DFS podcast has been pumping out the NFL draft prop betting content. Five previous episodes, um, one with Benjamin Robinson of Grinding the Mock. He scrapes and aggregates all the mock draft data from experts and kind of gets an overall average expected draft position. Really cool podcast that was, Um, you know, just to see where everybody the football industry thinks a certain player is going to go and oftentimes you know wisdom of the crowd the average of multiple people's thoughts is more accurate than any one person's alone so I really like looking at that mock draft data and have made a ton of bets based on it go back and look at that listen to that uh podcast with Benjamin Robinson uh, also talked to Ryan Noonan about his favorite bets Elliot Christ about his favorite bets and then two weeks ago uh, the last two episodes of The Mesh Point, Tyler Beaker and Anthony Amico, were centered around NFL draft prop bets as well. So that's five podcasts uh, from five pretty sharp dudes and myself about where the edge lies in betting the NFL draft. And the podcasts continue today. I am on the ride in to work, have to go pick up materials at the school, so I figured. What better time to do a traditional ride in podcast? You're about to hear the blinker flicking in a second. You know, just bringing memories back of the 2019 season, all the podcasts from the car. Um, Since then, you know, most of the ones that you've heard uh, that I've done with other people or throughout the off season, uh, Millionaire Maker, Stat Grind type stuff, has all been in my uh, little makeshift podcast studio. So, um, this one is traditional. We're, we're going back to our roots here. We're in the car. Blinker, there it is, here it flicking. It's a thing of beauty. Dump truck to my left. Gotta hope that I can get this information out without being killed on the road. All right, so, today what I'm gonna bring to you is five bombs that I can hit the board. And if you're familiar with horse racing, bombs are, you know, horses that just completely get capped out of races. And somehow end up hitting the board and screwing up everybody's exactus, trifectas. That's a bomb. And I think there are some that can definitely happen in the NFL draft. And there always is, right? You you read all these mocks. We aggregate all this data. We think we know who's going to be taken. And then somebody that's always been mocked in the top five or top ten slides out. And there's real value to be had if we do that if we find a number on a book of a certain player to a certain team uh, or a certain player to be the first drafted at their position when no one thought that was the case. So let's get into it. The first one I have, and it's the one that I think, it's gonna, obviously it's gonna have the most return of any of the ones that we're gonna talk about today. And it's Henry Ruggs to the Philadelphia Eagles. There's been a lot of chatter that the Eagles like rugs. Now, do I believe that? I don't know. It's tough to even know what to believe. A lot of it is smoke. A lot of things that you hear is is smoke. Uh, And you have to kind of parse through it. and, And it's impossible to tell who's telling the truth, who's just leaking information to throw other teams off the beaten path. Here's what I do know. The Eagles need a receiver, and it's highly likely that they draft one, right? Whether that's at 21 or whether they come up and trade for a receiver. Now, Adam Schefter today came out and said that the Niners are looking to get out of pick 13, right? They don't want pick 13. They have, like, no picks in the second, third, and fourth round, and they want to unload their 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 pick at 13 and their pick at 31 for multiple picks throughout the first four rounds makes sense right they don't want to come out of the draft with only two players or three players so i think that's a a prime spot for the eagles to move up and take rugs if they're really dead set on him replacing deshaun jackson as you know the lid lifter of their offense um Ruggs has a 4.27, I believe, 40. He's the he, Now, don't get me wrong, he's a pretty good route runner, and he, and he, he can be like an, an outside-type receiver that um, isn't a one-trick pony. But, make no mistake, his greatest asset is his ability to pull the top off the defense and, you know, stretch the defense, open up things for Ertz and whomever else, Dallas Goddard, uh, maybe Alshon Jeffrey, God knows, uh, underneath. And I think the Eagles are heavily considering Henry Ruggs. Now, that's my opinion. He is 14-1 to on DraftKings right now to end up as an Eagle. I love that price. Especially because it coincides with one of my other bets that I am... You know, banging the drum for And that's under 5.5 wide receivers in the first round Now, I could be completely off here Ruggs, Judy, and Lamb can go top 14, 15 And then maybe Mims, Jefferson, Rager, Chenault, Ayuk They all come off the board in the first round And that under 5.5 wide receiver bet Doesn't really shape up I don't think that's the case. I think the depth that wide receiver gets them all pushed back a little bit. Like, I could see the Jets going tackle, the Niners trading out potentially to the Eagles who take rugs, and then, you know, the Broncos taking, the Raiders taking Judy, the Broncos taking Lamb, and then another wide receiver doesn't come off the board until maybe Jefferson in the 20s maybe Mims in the 20s but I think uh, you know according to Daniel Jeremiah and a lot of people that are connected all this Mims first round talk is overblown T. Higgins first round talk overblown I really like the number that I got on under 5.5 wide receivers which was plus 200 2 to 1 odds it's like at 1 you can find it at like one, plus 170 now which I still think is a fine bet to make The next bomb that I think has a chance at hitting the board is Derek Brown to the Lions and Derek Brown, second defensive player drafted. So those two kind of coincide, but there's a lot of group think that Jeffrey Okuda is, you know, just the slam dunk third overall pick, or the Lions trade back and still take Okuda at six or wherever they trade back to, I don't think that's the case, I mean, believe me, Okuda is the odds-on favorite, I shouldn't say I don't think that's the case, Okuda is the odds-on favorite to be a Lion, however, with Brown, you're getting anywhere from 8 to 10 to 1 on Derek Brown being the Lions pick at 3, or anywhere at the Lions pick, period, and you're also getting... about 10 to 1 or 12 to 1, depending on the book, at him being the second defensive player off the board. I don't think that that is out of the realm of possibilities, and I think those odds are way off. Like, I think the odds that Derrick Brown is going to be either the Lions pick or the second player off the board is somewhere in the neighborhood of 5 to 1. So I love those numbers creeping up around 10, 12 to 1. The next one has to do with tight ends. The odds that Cole Kmet is the first tight end off the board have dropped drastically, right? He was like minus 400. You had to lay $400 to win 100 that Kmet was gonna be the first tight end off the board. It's now around minus 200, minus 150 in spots. So there's definitely a lot of chatter and a lot of bets coming in on some of the other tight ends. Which makes sense because there isn't a far and away elite tight end in this class and I think They all have a somewhat different skill sets So I think the the team that's gonna pull trigger on tight end first is gonna go after the tight end that They feel like fits their need or their the type of tight end in their scheme the best Now just like the other bets is Comet still probably gonna go first sure However, on previous podcasts, we talked that we like the over on Comet 44.5, meaning we want him to come in at 45 or later in the draft. We slammed that prop. Uh, and then I also hedged with will there be a tight end taken in the first round at plus 7 or 800. So basically, the first round ends at 32, and Comet's over-under prop is at 44. So as long as Cole Komet isn't taken in those 11 picks there between 33 and 44, we're in a good spot, right? However, there are some tight ends that I feel could, could, and their odds don't reflect the possibility, be taken before commit. Now, some of the odds have come down, right? Like, I don't think Bryson Hopkins will be the first tight end off the board, uh, but Adam Troutman, he's probably lingering around 6 or 7 to 1 at whatever book you look at. I don't mind that. A little, uh, you know, like a quarter unit play there. Albert O, I think, is a decent play. But the one I'm really interested in, and I've seen a, a few mocks of respectable people, have Harrison Bryant not, not only being the first tight end taken, but creeping into the first round. So I think that's a decent hedge, and you don't have to put a ton of money down. Um, you know, a, li- a tiny hedge against the over on Comet. it's not even really a hedge. It's a co- it's a, a pick that kind of correlates. If Hor- if Harrison Bryant is picked first, then Comets definitely coming in at the over. But it does, um, you know, give you a little leeway on tight end there. And I think it's, uh, tight end's one of the most... Unpredictable positions in this draft As, as to who's going to go, where they're going to go So I think, you know, finding these numbers That are uh, close to 10-1 to 1 Is going to be a nice payday If any of them hit The next one Isaiah Simmons And like I mentioned at the, the start of this podcast You know all some Somebody's going to fall Is it going to be Isaiah Simmons? Here's the thing Is he going to be taken at 1 or 2? Obviously not Simmons and Young, gone is he going to be taken at three? I really don't think so. The Lions' need is a corner or defensive tackle, either or. The Giants have already said they're taking Jedrick Wills. Is that is that smoke? Maybe. But Dave Gettleman has been upfront about who he's taking in the past, said he was taking Saquon Barkley, said he was taking Daniel Jones. That information came out, and it, uh, it proved to be true. So... I think that Simmons will not go at 4. Then obviously 5 and 6, we have the Dolphins, and we have the Chargers. 5, 6. QB, most likely, right? Herbert, Tua, Tua, Herbert, maybe one of them trade up, and that's the Lions taking a or Derek Brown at that spot, maybe. 7 is the Panthers. That's where he could go, and that number's not great. Plus 200, plus 250 in certain spots. Isaiah Simmons to the Panthers would not surprise me. You know, Carolina connection and everything. Um, However, they may, if Derek Brown is still available or if Jeffrey Okuda is still available, pull the trigger on either of those players. The Cardinals, rumored to be taking tackle. Who does that leave Simmons to slip to? The Jaguars at 9. I would not be surprised if the Jaguars take Isaiah Simmons at nine because, only because, he fell that far. Um, It's not necessarily their most glaring need, but when a player like Isaiah Simmons falls to you, I wouldn't be surprised if they take him. You could find that at 10 to 1 or higher on most books. 10 to 1, Isaiah Simmons going to the Jags. Is it likely? No. Is it 10 to 1 unlikely? No. I think there's a solid chance that he could slip to uh, to 9. Would I be surprised if the Giants took him at 4? Yes, based on the, the rumor mill that they're dead set on tackle. The only other place I could see him probably going is the Panthers. And I mean, maybe, just maybe, the Chargers are not dead set on Herbert or Tua. Tua's medicals, Herbert's, you know, indecisiveness and, you know failure to anticipate throws, maybe they don't even take the QB, and they they take Simmons, but I highly doubt that as well. So really, that leaves just two landing spots uh, for Simmons, and one of them is the Jaguars. You can get that at a pretty solid number. And the last one I want to talk about is Tua. Now, we already know on this podcast, we talked about it on a couple of the first podcasts that we did. We hammered to a plus 250 and to a plus 300 to the Chargers. That's now around even money on most books. You could still get it on DraftKings at like plus 160 or something like that. But at most books, it's minus money or even money. Um, So that is definitely unbelievable value that we have in the bank. Hopefully you bet it as you listen to it of the Chargers plus 300. Now, there have been some rumors that he is going to fall past the Chargers. You know, rumors, rumors, rumors. However, I'm not... You know, it's not about me trying to decide who or which rumor is the latest and greatest. It's about looking at these props and saying, well, you know what? If that's true, look at this line. That is a huge number, and it's a little money to put down to get a big return. And it's a slight hedge on and not going to the Chargers. So there's two spots the Jaguars at nine which you know obviously if you win that bet you lose the Simmons bet but still you're betting a little bit of money for a big return you only really need one of these bombs to hit and you're in business so Tua to the Jaguars at nine if Tua slips to that point I really don't think um the Jaguars can pass on him I just can't see it so and here's the thing With Simmons and Tua The only way Tua is going to slip is if the Chargers take Simmons And if the Chargers take Tua Then Simmons slips At least I think So I think both of those bets kind of Are a good bet That one of those players could slip to the Jaguars At 9 You can get that anywhere between 9 and 11 to 1 I've seen Um, I got it at 10 to 1 I'm sorry 7 to 9 7-1, Seven to one, between seven to one and nine to one for two-two two, the Jaguars. The other spot that I like two a two is the, yeah, yeah. the Oakland Raiders at twelve. If Tua starts a monumental slide, like think about it. Nobody thought Aaron Rodgers was gonna fall to 23. Nobody thought, or 24, whatever it was, nobody thought Brady Quinn was gonna fall The like Brady Quinn was coming into the draft with Jamarcus Russell, neck and neck. They were saying one and two, one and three. Some people had Brady Quinn over Jamarcus Russell. And Brady Quinn fell all the way to the Browns at like 23 or 24, same spot Aaron Rodgers did. So no... Listen, I'm not saying... Come on, guy. This guy's sitting at a green arrow. You know, isn't it great to be back in the car? Isn't it great to be back on the ride in? The anger's coming out. I haven't been on the road in a while. I could feel the, the rage. It just... You know, it's like riding a bike. The road rage just is something that's in you. You never lose it. Get going. But either way, if Tua slips past the Chargers, that is going to put the Raiders on watch as well as the Jaguars. So Tua, a small, small piece of Tua to the Jaguars, Tua to the Raiders, um, you can get basically somewhere around 8 to 1 to the Jags, somewhere around 12 to 1. Uh, for the Raiders, but I've seen that as high as 15 to one plus 1500. So really quick recap of the five bombs that I think you can take, um, you know, very, very small unit, uh, you know, quarter unit play or something of that nature or whatever you're doing, or even if you're not really even betting the NFL draft, if you don't have like, um, a huge chunk of of change locked up in this draft, and you're just trying to grind out a profit, um, and you just want to take like, five five dollar bets and hope that you have some type of return like in the neighborhood of 70 bucks and that's cool with you i think these are decent bets so brown Derek brown to the lions around plus 800 Derek brown second defensive player drafted i've seen that around plus 1200 henry ruggs to the eagles plus 1400 i think they could come up to that niner spot or i think maybe wide receiver uh, falls a little bit more than people think Tight end, Harrison Bryant. He's up. He's up there in the the ten to twelve to one range to be the first tight end off the board. Don't mind it. Um, <clears throat> to a lesser extent, some of the other tight ends. Um, you know, Al O, Adam Troutman. The return isn't as great, but I really think uh, we're trending towards Cole Komet. Maybe not being the first tight end off the board. Isaiah Simmons falling to the Jags, 10-1. to And then Tua falling to either the Jags or the Raiders, 8-1, to 12-1. to All right, guys, that'll do it for the ride in. NFL DFS podcast, five bombs that you could potentially get a big return on in the NFL draft, betting some props. Um, tomorrow, what I have for you guys is something pretty special. It is some of the better cappers on the interwebs, you know, guys that write for websites that, actually is you know handicapping is really all they do um we're gonna get their take on the nfl draft and some of their prop bets until then stay safe good luck in all your imaginary contests oh, oh, oh. all i see is signs all i see is dollar signs oh, oh, oh. money on my mind money money on my mind throw it throw it up watch it follow from the sky